0: Sport Social. 1874. all time. Hello, welcome to 1874 as Villa returned to Europe and lose 3-2 in Poland. Bit of a bit of a bump for for villa back down to earth with with a bit of a bump as I say a few people saying in the comments already that it's a it's a learning curve we'll learn from this game u k root says waiting thirteen years and they serve up this crap. I do think that's a little bit over the top but I'm here to to chat my opinion straight after the game post match show for us here yeah. Surprised, I'll start with the, with the team selection and as we go through I'll see your comments come in and I'll try and react to, to what people are saying I, I, in the chat. I was surprised by the team selection, we did the preview on Tuesday with Jacob Tanswell and I suspected that Villa would go strong, I didn't envisage more than one or two changes, so when there was five changes, I was pretty surprised. By that, but I looked at the team. and thought it was a strong team. and thought if we needed to change things, there's obviously enough talent there on the bench. You've still got Martinez, Conter, McGinn, Kamara. You know, there's there's still a strong core in in that team. But I also did say in the Premier Match Show that I did think this would be Villa's toughest game in the group, away at Warsaw. And as soon as I, I saw the lineup and I saw the atmosphere that they created, it was kind of memories of the the Welcome to Hell when we went to Rapid Vienna. I did think this is going to be really, really tough. And the thing Villa are doing badly at the moment, by and large, in away games is they're getting off to bad starts. You can't keep getting off to bad starts in away games. And yet again, away from home, we've conceded an an early goal. Desperate first goal, if if I'm being perfectly honest. Luca Dean has had a look at the guy who's ended up putting the ball in the back of the net twice and still hasn't tracked him. Which for me, that's just that's just pure laziness. You you can watch the replay back. You can see it in slow mo. He knows the guy is there, but he's not gone with him. So we're off to a to a pretty bad start. Defense did look a little bit all over the shop, a little bit out of shape in the, in in the opening uh, segment of the game. But I would say you're probably not too many times you're going to see that back four playing together. It's Clement Longley's first game. Feels like it's the first time we've seen Chambers since preseason. So I do think a couple of the players you, you can perhaps let off, but Luca Dean for that first goal, I just think it's desperately poor if, if I'm being honest, and I've said it before, it's the kind of goal that we see when he's on the pitch far far too often. He's had a look, he hasn't gone with him. We 1-0 down, but then there's a response, which is which is great, you know. We 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 get that response, we we get that goal back through Duran. Zaniola, who I thought was pretty quiet. In general, it's a it's an absolute rocket. He smashes it. Well, Kev makes a good save. Actually, tips it tips it onto the bar and around with it with a clever header back back into the goal. I don't think that's an easy finish at, at all. And you're back at one-one. You're thinking, okay, right here we go. We we can build from here. But yet again, you know, we we concede. It's, it's another poor goal. This time, Chambers switches off. Like I say, I have a little bit more sympathy with Chambers because he hasn't played all season. I don't think in the modern day right back. I'm I'm not sure about him playing there because it didn't feel like he was the one particularly took tuck, tucking in. So you are two one down, you've made you've made two mistakes. They're easy goals. I think Tails alluded to it in the in the in the half time analysis that they're just they're just two two poor goals really. You switch off, you're gonna concede. Again though, a response will be, you know, it's it, it's from a deflection from Luca Dean. You get yourself back to two two. You go in half time in a relatively decent place and thinking, right, okay We'll regroup. Emery will have seen things that he hasn't liked. He'll rectify those things at half time. Maybe a little bit of a surprise that there wasn't any substitutions at half time because I didn't think we were any great shakes in in the first half. But the next goal was crucial in that game and we conceded it. And then again, a little bit like the Palace game in the second half, I felt that we huffed and puffed, but I never really felt like we were going to create anything or that that we were gonna we were gonna score a goal. And unfortunately, unlike the Palace game. That moment of magic didn't come. Emery's bought on the subs, bought on the fir- the first team players, and you know probably other than the, la- the the last few minutes of stoppage time, we haven't created too much. Perhaps Tillerman should score, and we've we've lost the game. You know that's the the tale of the tape in, in in terms of, of of goals. But one thing I will say, and someone's alluded to it in the in the comments, is that you know Brighton. I think it was three two just before we were about to to, to come on. You know. They're playing the Europa League against AEK Athens at home. Brighton are a very, very good team, just like Villa are a, a good team. You'd expect them to win that game and they're losing 3-2. And I think that comes down to the not being in Europe, not having that that European nous. I think Brighton have suffered from that tonight. And I think Villa, maybe through team selection and, and whatnot, Villa have suffered from that as well. Now, the, the manager knows Europe, there's absolutely no doubt about that at all. We couldn't be better placed in terms of having a manager tonight. So I'm kind of inclined to, to... kind of If he thinks that he should make five changes and he's made five changes and he thinks that that's the way to keep people fresh for Sunday, then I'm kind of inclined to think, fine, that's that's not the problem. I think it's what we saw on the pitch, the performance. Would the performance have been any better with the players that didn't start starting? I'm, I'm not sure. I felt like it was going to be a difficult day Whatever. And it's just it's just the setup at the moment. I think in away games, probably not the Burnley game, because that's the one we won. We are a little bit too easy to play through a- away from home. Newcastle and Liverpool have done it, which to an extent, you know, you can kind of forgive because it's, it's Liverpool and Newcastle. And although I did think this would be the toughest game, it's quite alarming the three goals that, that Legia Warsaw have scored. So much of what Villa did last season was built on having a solid defence. So far this season, one clean sheet. Now we know Mings isn't there. That's a huge miss for Villa. He was a massive part of that defense that was so good t- towards the end of the se- of end of the season. But I am alarmed by the volume of goals that we're conceding so so far. I mean, just looking through the comments here as well, Villa Forever podcast, Chad. So we should have controlled the game better. I think that's, that's probably a valid point. I didn't think we were ever really in control of the of the game. Whereas a Premier League team going going to Legia Warsaw. You'd expect that team to to dominate a little bit more, but it didn't happen, and we've we've lost the first game. It's not an absolute disaster. Well, how they react to that in the second game will be the will be the proof. Now we it's an open group already be, because Altmar have lost in Bosnia in, in their first game, which is a surprise. Are so probably the two favourites in the group have, have both lost their lost their first game, so it opens that group up now and makes it interesting. Probably lessons learned from Emery. Tonight, probably lessons learned from certain players as as well. Ronan Ward saying strange that we had a stronger team fielded v. Hibbs, even in the second leg doesn't make much sense. I probably agree with that, actually. I would say not in so much the, the second leg, but first leg, first time back in Europe against Hibbs, We went very, very strong. I'm not saying the team tonight wasn't strong, but... There was more changes there than I anticipated. I expected Tillemans to play for one of louise or Kamara, and and he did. But to, you know, see Watkins not playing, I was I, I was surprised that I was surprised he was he wasn't playing. You know, Paul Torres, I think would have been. It's easy to say in hindsight, but I think I said it in the preview as well. I think in those kind of games, the way he can unlock a de- unlock a defense, which is weird to say from a centre back. I thought that would be important in Europe and again it comes down to that control of possession and control in the game. I didn't really think we ever did that would him have been in center back been an opportunity to do to do that probably. Emery's probably looking at it from the, the point of view that you know we've got this we've got a squad. Players are going to need minutes. Do I do I give them in this game? Do I give them in the Carabao Cup next week and he's thought I'll give a few I minutes mean, in this game thinking that we'll be strong enough for Legia Warsaw and the you know, the, the simple fact is we weren't strong enough and we've we have we, lost the game. D- Dean Averis is saying qualify with games to spare and then mass rotation. But I think it, it it's more a timing thing. You'll see changes in every, in every European game, in, in every cup game. But King eighty one says Chambers and Long are the only real changes that were a surprise as many fans call for Zaniolo, Tillemans and Duran to, to start games. You know, the players that you've mentioned there are don't think did much wrong. I I can't say I noticed long lay until he made a mistake in the the last 10 minutes. I I don't know whether that's a a good thing or, or a bad thing. Matt Williams has just raised something in the chat that I was thinking when I was watching the game. Someone like Ashley Young would have been really beneficial tonight. Someone with that European experience, someone with that 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 heavy leadership and someone who knows what it's like to go to these places and play in these situations. Now, there's players on the pitch that have played in in Europe, but it did feel like we were missing a, a little bit of a Ashley Young, a little bit of a a leader in that in that team team tonight. I've, I've got to say that thought absolutely cro- crossed my mind in in that game. Mark Kern saying Diaby, Cash, and Dougie on the bench made no sense. I d- <laughs> we should have enough, shouldn't we? We sh- we should be able to rest a couple of players and put in a better performance than, than than we did tonight. You know those players have had to come on and get get minutes in the tank and even three two with ten minutes left, I was still thinking, you know, we'll probably nick something here, even though we didn't look like we were we were going to score, but we looked better with Derby and Cash and and Dougie on on the pitch. But you know when you've got Tillemans, for example, Kamara and Lewis are going to have to sit certain games out, probably in probably in in, in the cup. Derek Cannon talking, Ramsey should have scored. Yep, probably should have should have hit the target. Rustiness from him, great to see him back on the pitch. Though I'd have liked to have seen Moreno on the, on the pitch perhaps at some point as well. I can't wait to get him back. In fact, I can't wait to get both of them back in the team because I really think that they'll improve us both going forwards and going backwards. I think people don't realise how diligent Ramsey is defensively as well. He's quite often the one that drops in to create a back five or a or a back six. So I think we we've missed both of them down the left-hand side, it's great to see Ramsey back on the pitch because I, I really... In fact, Ramsey and Mariana, I think are real difference makers in, in this team. And I just don't think you see the susceptibility defensively for Moraina that, that we see from Luca Dean. He's done fantastically going forwards, Luca Dean. Got a lot of assists so far this season. Got another assist at the weekend against Palace. But I'm sick of seeing that goal where he's, he switches off and he just lets the man run in on his own and he, he stick the ball in the back of the net because I think we've definitely already seen that three times this, this season and he, he doesn't seem to be learning from it. So it's a difficult... I understand people are a bit frustrated. I've seen people frustrated on social media. I've seen people frustrated who who were at the game, who've paid a lot of money, who've who've travelled to go. Unfortunately, Villa don't have a divine right to, to, to win any anywhere they go. So I, I do feel sorry for those people that have travelled. I mean, they look like they've had an absolutely wonderful time. So, you know they have had a great time except for the game. But what a great experience to have Villa back in Europe. The commentator kept saying he hopes the Villa fans can enjoy it even though, even though they've lost because it's a great experience for the club to be back back in Europe. It is only one game. Yes, dissect some of the stuff that, that you've seen, but there's five games left in this group. It's not a complete disaster losing your first game away in in, in Poland. They're unbeaten in, the, in their league. You know, People will think what they want about the league. But that team, I don't have the facts in front of me, but I'm imagining that they as a club have played in Europe more recently than, than we have. It's been, it's, it's been 13 years. European football is very, very different. And it might be one of those things tonight where you've taken a step backwards, but actually across the what we hope is a long European journey. Maybe they've taken things away from tonight, the manager and the players, that will benefit us further forward, further further through the season. Tyler O'Hanlon saying Leicester lost at, the, at that ground. You know, these defeats do happen. You see them quite a lot in the Europa League and the Europa Conference League. And I would, again, point to Brighton tonight. They would have been expected to beat AAK Athens at, at home tonight in front of a, in a really expectant home crowd. But again, they've come up against a team that will have more European experience than than they have. Never mind ability players on the pitch. Yes, Brighton will have the better side and, and Brighton may change at the weekend and have made changes tonight, like Villa made changes, but they've lost the game because they've come up against a team that's navigated group stages in the, in the Europa Conference League or the Europa League before. And I think that's what's happened to Villa tonight. They've come up against a team that knows how to manage these, these, these group games. Now, Unai Emery looked like he was absolutely seething. The, the, everyone would have seen the, the five-second clip of him looking like he wanted to strangle someone. I wouldn't want to be that player that he was. He was getting an, annoyed with. He will read the right act to, to the players for the rest of the week. He's got to focus on Chelsea. To an extent, there's a there's a tight turnaround, but those players will know that, they, that they've not played well tonight. And Emery, maybe I've not seen too much of his post-match stuff that he's said. Maybe he'll look at himself. A little bit as well, like I say, because of how he is in Europe, there is that trust there that if he thinks five changes should be made, then kind of have to just just accept it. We've lost the game, but there will have been some form of logic there. This is a man that's done it at the European level many, many times. Steve 24-7, again, has, has raised a point. I was just having a chat with Lee, the producer, before we came on, and this is, this is very true as well. We are a scalp for teams. They're coming up against Aston Villa, who finished seventh in the Premier League. The Premier League is the most popular league in the world. To them, it's like a like a cup final. You are having to deal with a team that's probably going to be playing on the top of their game on the night. And and I think I think probably Warsaw did. They played to a to a high level for for, for them tonight. We didn't play to our best, and all it takes is to switch off for a couple of moments, and you you'll end up losing the game. And that's what's happened to, happened to Villa tonight. Piano saying the only player that put any effort into the game was Durant. It's nothing. To, honestly, no. I can tell you, no footballer goes on the pitch and doesn't try. It, it's not a tonight. It's not a, not a work rate problem. they have just not. they have just not played well. The problem will be to do with the, with the setup or you know how the players have played. It's it's not going to be to do with work rate. Right? No footballer goes on the pitch and, and chooses not to work hard. That that just doesn't happen. Especially when you know a return to European football for, for Villa in the group stage. You know, pl- players aren't going to go out there and. Not not work hard now. Duran does work harder than the most, and he looked very annoyed actually when he was taken off as well. I think he probably expected to stay on because we were we were chasing a game, and maybe Watkins come on and partner him like he did like that like they played together at, at the weekend. But it, it wasn't to be. Duran scoring is a is a positive. There is some positives to take away from tonight. I get that overall people are hurt and they're they're not happy with the performance, but I do think there are some positives such as Duran again to take away. That's four goals for him. This season, players have got minutes, albeit it's not gone well. Players have, have, have got minutes, but yeah, it's pretty desperate for me, looking looking for a, for a few positives. Adam Sandmore to the whole back four, not pressure anyone. We look scared to make, make a tackle. It's that thing of the gap again. I feel like there's a massive gap away from home between the midfield and the, and the defence and the wide teams can play through us. has been alarming at the start of the season, so it's almost because the midfield has been caught out of position. I don't think the defence feels that they can pull up and, and get caught out of position as, as well. You know, we've let in three bad goals tonight. To three really poor goals that Unai Emery will dissect and and, and and not be very happy with. And that's the stuff that, that's cost us. We've gone there and scored two goals. I predicted us to, to win two. One, you know, we've scored a couple of goals away from home in the in the Conference League. It's, it's the defensive mistakes at the moment that are killing us because we are a team that's always going gonna to score goals. I know we didn't against Liverpool, but you know, we sc- I think it's three games now since Emery's come in, which we haven't scored in. So we're a we're a we're a dangerous threat. But Daniel Reece is saying our away record really is a worry. We beat Burnley, so you know, we have won a game away from home this season. But I, what I've said already is we're conceding three plus in you know eighty percent of our away games at the moment, which which is which isn't great. That 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 is a concern. I think we do need to kind of go back to basics. When we had a decent away record last season under Emery, a lot of that was built on just being very, very resilient defensively, not being pretty. There were some first halves of games that were really, really dour, but we kept clean sheets, defended, did the basics, sat deep when we needed to, dropped an extra man man in when we needed to. I can't think of a game where I've really seen that kind of thing happening. This season, we would see McGinn and we'd see Ramsey dropping so often last season in away games. I've not seen that. So far this season, so I think perhaps the fact that Emery's had the preseason to to work on his methods and get the messages across that that he wants, I think he expects the team to be a bit more tuned than he would have done last season, so he perhaps hasn't felt the need to to do those things defensively, but I think, you know, from what I've seen so far this season, maybe a return to that kind of thing or a or a, a mould of, of of that kind of thing is is needed. Look, I didn't expect to lose. Now, I said it would be tough. I thought we'd win narrowly. I didn't expect us to concede three, and I didn't expect us to, to lose the game. But as I've already said, I don't think it's an absolute disaster that it will be made out to be in, in certain quarters. There's still five games left in this group stage, and there's a lot of football to be played, and I still think Villa are going to have a, a really, really positive season. I think the problem at the moment is it's up and down. We win one, we lose one. You think, right? That win will kind of set the season going. Now, I thought that on Saturday when when we beat Christ, Crystal Palace, and you know, maybe we go to Stamford Bridge and win on Sunday, and then that's that's two wins in a row in the Premier League, and you are feeling in a good in a good place again. I think we've probably got to treat each competition separately at, at, at the moment, so not kind of let this game bleed into the into the Premier League. I think it's important to look at them as as separate entities because that wasn't Villa's first choice eleven tonight. In, in in Warsaw against Palace. It was Villa's best 11 going toe-to-toe against a team in the, in the Premier League. It's kind of treating the next game in the league as a follow-on from the Palace game rather than dwelling on the European game. And I, I do think that's what Emery will do. I do think they'll be treated as a separate entity. So, yeah, they're my thoughts on the game. The chat's going wild, as you would would expect. I find it pretty difficult to, to keep up with what, what people are saying. I haven't seen too many questions in there. It's more bouncing off the fact of... What, what people people are saying. So me on my own, we've tried it a couple of times already now this season. If you don't like it, let me know in the comments. If you do like it, let let me know as well. It's always tough to do a post-match show, whether you've got someone with you or, or whether you haven't, because we all hurt after defeats. But I've, I've tried to be as measured as, as possible and, and, and not be negative. And you know, hopefully we bounce back on, on, on Sunday and get another three points against Chelsea. The games are coming heavily. At the moment, you know, we're entering another cup competition next week. So there's going to be, just laughing at Craig Francis's comment of Chambers wasn't even in Poland for the for the same So, you know, there's a lot of stuff going on, a lot of football being played at the moment. We're going to see a lot of, of, of different players playing for Villa across the various co- competitions. So it will be interesting to see what we do do now in the, in the next Europe, European game. I'm feeling good that there's a couple of players back now. Seeing Ramsey on the pitch tonight is... Has G'd me up. I think that's that he's someone who's really, really important. And I expect to see Moreno again soon. And then we're getting somewhere towards the team that was so successful last season and that that d- did so well. We're already missing Mings and Wendy. If you take Moreno and Ramsey out of that team as well from last season, that's a third of the team that, that did really well last season. And when you put Diaby, you, well, you sorry, you put Ramsey with the likes of Diaby who's come in and been absolutely brilliant. I really do think that transforms our, our attack and we'll start to see the best from McGinn as well at the moment. He's kind of changing role. Every game he's been subbed the, the last two after not having his be, his best game. But I do think, honestly, I've been saying it before the season, started. Like getting Ramsey back will be huge and getting Moreno back will be huge as well. Completely transform that left-hand side and get us back somewhere to near the shape and the personnel that that we had last season. Obviously, we're missing Mings. Obviously, we're missing Buendaya. In in the squad as well, but I'm I'm confident that we'll we'll come good and we'll become more consistent as the season goes on. And at the end of the day, it's a better start than it was this time last year. I don't think any of us can deny that. And the fact we're even in Europe after where we were this time last year is absolutely staggering. So all's not lost. Still five games to go in the Europa Conference League. Hopefully, you've enjoyed this zoomed in show of of my face. Probably going to, have to put this one as a. As an 18, I think it's so close to, to my face. So thanks to Lee and Adam for, for organising that close-up camera. Thanks to those in the chat that have, that have watched live. Leave a comment as well with, with your thoughts on, on the game. Give the video a like and subscribe to the channel with your post notifications on because that really helps the channel grow. Need to find someone to do a preview with Dave Reid's glamping, I think, somewhere. So I won't have my usual preview partner, but I'll try and find someone and do that either tomorrow or Saturday ahead of the ahead of the Chelsea game, which I'm already starting to starting to look forward to because I do fancy her. So yeah, keep the faith, all's not lost, up the villa.